Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats, PJ's podcast. Welcome to PJ's podcast, where we speak of the three things that matter, politics, Jesus, and sports. Monty, what's going on, brother? Uh, not much, man. It's it's uh, been a while since, you know, we've we've recorded a podcast, man, so I'm glad, I'm glad to be back and, uh, and, and back at it. Yeah, me too. It seems like it's been a little bit... Uh, since we had our last one, but I'm, I'm ready to rock, man. Um, yeah. There's been a little bit of stuff that's happening uh, in the political the political realm, right? Sports mm. is kind of, you know, we're, we're right there in, in the middle where, you know, football is just starting, right? Camps are just starting yep. right in the middle of the yep. MLB season. Yep. So we, we got some stuff to get into. But the, the first thing I want to get into is the Jesus portion, right? I like to start the, the yeah. week off uh, just having a little bit of, of, of Jesus talk. So I came across this, uh, this article about Tyler Tony, And for those of you who don't know who Tyler Tony is, he's actually one of the main guys in Dude Perfect. Remember Dude Perfect? It was like a yeah, massive thing for the longest time, right? Just doing trick shots and then... You know, they kind of grew. They had, like, their own Nerf guns at one point. I mean, it was got really, really yeah. big, right? They used to yeah, do, like, there, the stereotype videos. You remember those? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's still a big deal. Like, they, they bought this, like, multi-million dollar, like, uh, facility. where like And it's just a bunch of, like, sports stuff. There's, like, basketball and tennis courts and all this stuff where they can, like, practice their tricks and do this do their, do their stuff at. So, um, you know, they're not as prominent, like, as they used to be. But they're, they're still out there doing doing some pretty cool things. Yeah, and they actually started doing a tour, right? A Dude Perfect mm. tour. And this is kind of where this story, you know, starts is, you know, they're selling out these massive arenas, right? And Tyler Tony is is a, a Christian, right? And yeah, he, he had a little bit of struggles as they were up and coming. You know, it's hard to, to deal with fame and money, coming into money that quickly, different things like that. But mm-hmm. there was a quick video of him finally realizing that he wasn't meant to just do the dude perfect stuff. God, the father had given him a massive platform to bring people into a relationship with him. Right. And there was a clip going around uh, of him talking about the moment he realized, right. That the father gave him this platform to talk about the father and talk about Jesus. Right. And apparently, although he's like an extrovert on camera, he's really an introvert. Right. So he doesn't really like being in big crowds and stuff. So it took a lot for him, um, you know, to to stand up and do this kind of blown away with, you know, how big the father's vision is compared to, you know, yourself. Right. Like he had this massive vision, you know, for Tyler to do these great, amazing things when, you know, he really never saw that coming. And then to finally come full circle and realize, hey, the Father gave me this platform to, you know, help people and bring people to the Father. I think that was a really, really great clip. And it takes a, um, a man to be in the spotlight and start, you know, talking about Christian issues and bringing people to the Father. Um, you know, we keep kind of, we keep saying it's kind of a, a, a look down upon in our particular era that we're in. But hopefully that stigma is starting to go away. But what do you think of that, Mont? 
No, no. Um, I think it's it's very cool. I mean, you you nailed it on the head. But you know, I just I love it when people talk about the moment, like they you know they're hit by you know the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost, and it, like you said, it's that aha moment, it's that moment of clarity. It's that you know even when things are down, like yeah, you can put a smile on your face because like you know the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit just like lets you know that everything's going to be okay, and and this is what you're meant to do, and you know just follow that path, and everything will be fine. You know, and like you said, um, you know it's not always your path or what you thought you'd be doing right but um but you know it's a it's a calling what you're you know given to do or told to do and you do it and you know and everything works out like fine like like who would have guessed like dude perfect is right? this big like huge phenomenal thing like it's it's crazy and, and then he can use that platform to reach and touch that many more people like it's 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 truly uh amazing man yeah i i agree with you i, I don't think you could ever expect you know to turn something like that into this massive massive following and then him you yeah. know using that platform to bring people to the father i think is just um absolutely amazing and i love those moments when you kind of get that you know aha moment of you know i kind of yeah. see see what's going mm -hmm. on here and and you know i'm you know my personal life i'm still you know navigating through the bam thing but i i do remember uh one particular moment that i was like Oh my goodness! Like this, this kid is gonna bring people to the father. Like he, he really is just mm. his, his the way he is, his circumstance. And it was um, the physician, the physician that treated Bam actually became a friend of ours, right? Like yeah. that's how yeah. close we were. We spent, you know, did you, did you, right. got, did you just see that fly go right through the camera? It's like, no, it didn't. Okay, didn't, all right. it didn't show. Sorry, up it keeps screen. flying around, and I keep trying to swat it, but. Right, I was anyways. I was wondering what you were doing with it. I was like, is he practicing just, like karate? What's right going by. on? <laughs> oh, man. But, that, um, that's hilarious. So, I love it. I mean, we, we spent like six, eight months with him, but right. he is not the most, you know, personable and talkative. And, um, you know, technically, you know, doctors aren't like lovey-feely with their, with their patients. But right. one time I came in to Bam's room and he was all alone, and he was just holding Bastion, right? He had all of his yeah. cords, and there was no reason for him to be holding him, but he just, there was just a, a moment where it was like Bastion brought something to him, right? This this right. baby, right, that that is just happy as can be, but, you know, he, he brought something to him. So it was kind of like one of those moments, like, I he's gonna he's gonna do such great things and you know i i don't see the full picture yet but i see what you're doing right here in this little moment you know what i mean and so that yeah. was like one of my aha moments uh with bastion but those those types of moments don't come around that often but good for him for realizing yeah you know the platform that the father has has given him and to use that and you know on top of that I, they're, they're selling out crowds right they're selling out stadiums Right. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. you, you risk losing people when you use that platform to, you know, talk about Jesus and bring, you know what I mean? Sometimes that turns people yeah. off. So you run the risk of losing a lot of your followers and a lot of people that come to see you because they just don't want to deal with it. They don't want it to seem like that's the whole point of it. They came to see the show. They don't want to get preached at all that different stuff. But kudos to them. Good job, man. I, I hope they keep yeah. doing it. 
Yeah, uh, me too, man. And I, you know, I, I, you know, we do talk about like you know in sports and just in phases of life, you know, talking about God in public is kind of taboo. But I do kind of see that tide changing. You know, we talk about the ORU baseball team and the OU softball team. You know, in this example, right? And like even I was watching the uh, the track and field. Uh, uh, U.S. Championship and uh, a lady named uh, Gabby Thomas won, and the like. One of the very first things when they interviewed her is like, you know, she qu quoted scripture and you know, and just gave thanks to God for being there, you know. So I, I think the more you see like these high level, big name people coming out um, and, and not being afraid to you know speak about Jesus, speak about God and their faith, I think you know you're going to see more people uh, not being afraid to do it and jump on board, and, and I think it's going to grow into something that we haven't seen in a long time, you know, and. Um, you know, if Tim Tebow was a little bit younger and he still playing, you know, like he might be probably more uh, widely accepted than what he was back then. But uh, con congratulations to them and, and do perfect. I just looked up their tour dates uh, for us Oklahoma people. They will be in Oklahoma City on July 28th. So uh, you should go out there and, and go go look at a good show, man. I, I remember watching them on, you know, on social media and I, I, I love their stuff. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, let, let's roll into some sports before we bring the bad news, right? To the, to the podcast, let's keep the, the, uh, the level up here before I bring it down. So why don't you go ahead and, uh, talk a little sports. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A little sports. We'll start, uh, the women's world cup. It starts next week. Uh, yeah. 10 days, nine days, uh, July 20th in Australia. Uh, the, the women have always been good, um, in, in soccer on, on the national and international level. Uh, they've won four times. Um, the Women's World Cup before, so they're, they're, they have a strong team. Um, as more as a women's game has kind of evolved, the, the uh, parity's gotten closer to closer. So England's good, Brazil's good, Germany's. There's a lot of good teams. It's going to be exciting um, for uh, a, you know the Women's World Cup. But uh, but you know that starts um, next week. Uh, and a little fun fact: a, a woman named Trinity Rodman. It's Dennis Rodman's daughter. Like she, uh, she's like she just like blew up she's like the highest paid player um in the american league um and and now she's leading the 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 u.s she's a forward she's leading the u.s team um i think she leads the league in goals but she she's now on the usa wow. team to, to win a world cup but yeah she's a dennis robin's daughter and she's and she's a baller so um you guys look out for her um, wow, in australia in australia next week yeah man um but to move on uh the um, MLB um, All-Star Games going on right now, but yesterday they uh, had a little home run derby. Uh, did you get to watch any of that? I did, man. We actually have a little bit of a clip. Let's uh, let's run through it. Uh, I've got some some clips from the last. Um, the the last hoops? At what's going what's what's going dude, on? I'm there. telling you, this damn fly is freaking <laughs> driving me driving wild, dude. It's crazy. It's right here it. on the screen. Nope. All right. Oh, oh, it's just going oh. to keep going around. Around and around. Yeah, it's, we'll we'll it's deal with you. it. I think I just thought broke my monitor, though, so yeah, that's just... awesome. All right. <laughs> All right. Let's run through this clip real quick. Yeah, let's, let's so, see what's going uh, on. Ooh. Guerrero, right, his, his dad won it once, right? So yeah. it's really fun to see him. It was uh, – uh, he, he hit, I think it was 25 home runs, 24 home runs in the last uh the last round right so yeah. and, and they've kind of i'm going to press pause real quick because they've kind of changed the formats over the years right like it, yeah. it used to be you get 10 outs right 
and you hit as yeah. many home runs as you can with 10 outs. Now they've gone to like a timed one, and I, I liked the 10 outs rule, right? I, that was yes, the so old school home run, you know, you can hit as many as you want, but you, you can't get 10 outs. You remember that, the, the way they used to, do you, I mean, which way do you like? Do you like the time, or do, do you like the other no, way? I- I, I, I love the 10 outs, and maybe just because it was me growing up, you know, when I was younger. You know, uh, I mean, you, where I grew up was in Indian Springs, and they had those Indian Springs baseball fields right, right behind where we live. And so me and my buddies, we, was, we would go with our, you know, our metal bat, and we'd take out like 50 tennis balls, and we would have home run derbies back there, and, and we would do the, the 10 out thing, right? So, like, if it yeah. wasn't a home run, it was a, it was an out, and, you know, and we, we would compete against each other that way. So, um just you know maybe some nostalgia back to my youth but uh, i love i love the old 10 10 out way and it was much shorter i think like this this home run derby lasted forever so yeah. um but but uh, like i think like you said he hit 20 something in the final round but he hit 72 homers over the course of the night dude he was just jacking them so um i like the i like the old style but dude i, I mean obviously if you love seeing home runs you, you're gonna see a lot um the, the new way yeah, I, I agree with you. And uh, you know, Guerrero. I mean, he's a he's a monster, dude. And his dad yeah. was a monster. I mean, it, it's really cool to see father son, right? Um, to compete in a home run derby, not together, but you know what was and, and what is now. It, it's pretty cool. So basically, uh, going into the finals, uh, Guerrero uh, hit twenty. What I say, twenty four. Was it 24, yeah, 25? We'll find out here in a sec. Yeah. And the guy who's competing against had to had to top it to win. Yeah. Look at this chain by Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> it's not ridiculous. Crazy, man. Oh my goodness. That, that's, Watch this that's, guy's swing how much that... Look how quick his swing is. Sure. Oh yeah. He struggled Jackson. there starting out. Ho! Oh! Yeah. So he's at eight. Eight with a minute to go. He's got to get to 25. He's, he's got to get to 25. Oh, holy cow. He got to 20 with five seconds left. There's 20. Yeah, oh, he, he only got to close. 21. Oh, he got a bonus. He got a bonus 30 seconds. See the... I, hmm. Yeah, we, we, we don't know that. I like we the other way better. The, the, we got to learn the new rules, man. This is, this is crazy. So, 21 home runs. He's got to get to 25. He's got 30 seconds to hit four home runs. Oh, there's 23. Oh, he couldn't do it. Yeah, he made it close, though. He did make it close. Well, that was good to see. Uh, Good to see him win that. So. (laughs) Yeah, I still sure. I still like the old way better. I still like I, the I do I like better. the old way I like the old way better too. But you know they they gotta change everything. I don't know why, man. Like you know oldie but goodies. But um, like you mentioned, his dad won it too. Sixteen years ago, his uh, his dad won uh, the, the home run uh, derby championship, uh, and they are the first father son. I'm surprised the Griffies didn't do it, but they are the first uh, father son duo to ever uh, win a home run derby. Nothing. Sorry. Nothing on that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I was uh, listening to the audio in the live stream 
<laughs> and I heard two of you, and I didn't know which one was the real you. So I was just oh, like, man. hopefully that's not a question, because I do not yeah. know what he just said. Yeah, totally. It's totally fine. It's totally fine. Uh, uh, moving on. Like, obviously, oh, there's not... Sorry. Uh, <laughs> We're still working through this, people, okay? Bear with us. It's going to take a little we bit, are, all right? We are a work in progress, but when we figure this out, it's going to be amazing. Um yeah, like I said, all the fun stuff. Everyone's waiting for football to start. Uh, camp's going to start soon, but nothing's going on. There's a lot of free agents, a lot of good free agents that still haven't signed yet. So um, I think they're taking their time doing that. But I think um, in the next couple of weeks, if I the middle to end of July, when when people start reporting to camps, you're going to see like Dalvin Cook still hasn't signed. Uh, your boy Zeke uh, hasn't signed. So there's a lot of a lot of big players out there that still are looking for a home. And in the next couple of weeks, we're going to see some signings. So we'll start reporting on that. Um, yeah, where do you think Zeke's going to land? Man, I haven't I, seen I don't... too much stuff on it lately. I haven't seen too much stuff on it either. Uh, actually, I heard Jerry Jones said he would take him back if he took a uh, pay cut, right? So obviously, if he renegotiated at a lower, lower price, um, I heard Cincinnati because uh, what's his face, P. Ryan left to go to Denver. Uh, you know, I obviously he wants to, or the Mixing Jets just because of Zeke combo. That would yeah, be how, dirty, how, dude. That would that be would dirty. Be nasty. Like, that would be nasty. So I, I heard those rumors like he would replace P. Ryan, right? Um, you know, obviously uh, you hear the Jets rumors just because of uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, so um, those are some viable options. You know, Dalvin Cook, he's still leaning towards the, the Dolphins, right? So um, those are some yeah. viable options there. But, yeah, there's some big names. Still, there's a lot on the defensive side uh, that haven't signed. But, um, we'll, I, you know, maybe next week we'll – We'll do like a little free agent special. We'll go over like the top ten, top fifteen, and maybe some of their some of their uh, destinations. But um, but that's that's it for for football, really. Um, the PGA. Do you think the PGA and Live are, are ever fully going to merge? You know, there is there was uh, a, an agreement in principle, but nothing was ever signed. Uh, now the Senate's gotten involved, and there you know there's a Senate hearing, right? Um, and they the top two guys of the PGA. Um, you know, were testified um, and they like revealed like this list that, you know, they were kind of going back and forth on on what was going to take for these two uh, companies or three, really, because the DP World Tour is a part of it, too, uh, to merge. Right. And so the Saudis, uh, they wanted to keep live going and they wanted to give Rory and Tiger their own uh, team, their own franchise within the team. Right. Um Obviously, and then they wanted both these guys to play in at least ten live events. But first of all, like Tiger can't Tiger can't even play ten events, right? Yeah, he plays so four events I, all, all year, yeah, and right, maybe right, not like, even that. Not not even that. His leg is so messed up right now, and he's still rehabbing and and recouping from that. Like I don't I don't see where like he's going to play ten live events, and then you know obviously uh, play the PGA events too. You know that people actually want him to see him playing in right um it blew that, blew that blew my mind right and then of course rory and tiger are anti-live so how are you going to convince these two guys uh to go back on everything they said and and start their own team so i thought that was kind of crazy and then the crazier thing for me right the pif governor yasir al rumayan he wanted to be granted membership to augusta national and uh, the RNA, which is the Royal, Royal and Ancient, which is uh, St. Andrews, right? He wanted, he wanted to, you know, it's like, hey, now, now I got to be a member of all this. And of course, uh, no, PGA, you don't. 
No, you don't. And I'm pretty sure there's that's a lot not of governed especially... by the PGA. Right. Those guys right. can go they... tell them to go fuck off if they want to. Right. A hundred percent. And that's basically what happened. The PGA first denied it, so they wouldn't do it. But the people within those two, uh, you know, facilities said said no. They said, you know, obviously there there was a very prestigious and special uh, places to be a member of and and you can't just buy well maybe you could but this guy couldn't buy his way in this time so um we'll see what happens because obviously those are some of the prerequisites or the things that uh, the pif wanted and they're not getting it so um we'll see how they renegotiate well, um and really okay. the p the hold on one last thing basically the pga just asked for uh greg norman to be fired if they ever get <laughs> Because, because Rory hates Greg, uh, Jay Monahan hate, hates Greg, Tiger hates Greg. So like basically like if this happens, Greg Norman is no longer part of any of this. So um, dude, that's funny. That's freaking hilarious, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I got so much to say on this. Uh, <laughs> and I'm probably not gonna be able to get it all in in this in this one go around. But a couple things. First off. Why is our government even involved in this? Right? That, that's, no, my, that's my first yeah. question, right? Like, right. why? Right? Like, I, I don't right. understand that. Uh, maybe intelligence or, uh, you know, it's beyond me, right? Like, right. I, I do not know why they can do anything about this. They shouldn't be able to do anything about this. If PGA wants to, to do this, they should be right. able to do it, right? I mean, it's right. pretty simple. It's two companies coming together on an agreement, right? Like, right. why the hell is the government even involved in any of this? This makes zero sense to me. Uh, yeah. There may be something that I'm not seeing. And, and, you know, if you're watching this and you understand more about why the government would be involved in this, by all means, comment. But I'm yeah. a person, I don't want the government in just about anything I do. So makes no sense to me now mm. i think anybody could have seen this coming right <laughs> like this is what happens when you give the the saudis control of the pga right like how in the world are you going to demand that tiger woods play 10 events like yeah. all you're going to end up doing is pushing him away pushing Ty rory away and golf is just going to crumble. The PGA screwed up. They screwed up massively yeah. here. They gave so much to LIV, right? They gave so much to, to those who are controlling that. Now they, they think they can just walk in and be like, yep, Tiger, I own you. You have to play, right? Rory, I own you. You have to play. You have to do this. And you're going to get a lot of people just going, fuck you, dude. No. I'm going to go start <laughs> yeah. something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you think Tiger Woods needs the PGA Tour? Nope. No, he doesn't need the PGA Tour. Like, get yeah. out of here, dude. No, that, that's not happening. And then then you're going to demand Augusta, right? I, I demand to have a membership at Augusta. That's not going to happen either. Because yeah. Augusta right. isn't a PGA-owned course. That is Augusta. Right. Augusta's owned by Augusta, right? Like, right. that's who owns it. And good right. for them for saying, take all your money and go fuck off. 
Like, good for them. Good for right. them. That's what they should have done because you can't bully people into that. That's the same thing they tried to do. The same thing the PGA tried to do with the Masters, right? They came in mm-hmm. and said, hey, we don't want any of the lip. And they said, no, they're all yeah. playing, right? Because yeah. you don't own us. This is a, the right. Masters here. We call the shots, right? Yep. That's why they can. That's why they can have no commercials during the Masters. You ever notice that? Yeah, yeah that's why. No commercials. Yeah. Right, because yep. they they run everything. That's why it's so cheap. The food's cheap. It's like two dollars, right, for a hot dog, and like two dollars for a beer. It, it costs yeah. an arm and a leg to get the tickets, but once you get the tickets, yeah. everything's pretty damn cheap. You know what I mean? Right. But they're trying to bully their way through all this stuff, and it, it yeah. really really irritates me because it's going to degrade the game of golf. It's good. The PGA is going to suffer, but golf is going to suffer. And that's what I'm pissed off about. Golf is yep. going to suffer because people are going to stop watching it. And then it will just slowly, people will stop playing. It will go down and down and down and down and down, right? When everybody was watching golf, that's when it exploded. And it was because of Tiger Woods, right? And mm, now it's yep. just like, it, it's just like the presidential election. Just shit's going haywire. <laughs> man. Nobody knows what's going on, right? Now people are right. demanding things from golfers. And it's like... Can't do that, right? So can't I, do that. you know, as much as I don't like the government involved in this, right? I don't think they should be. Maybe they can just kind of chop it and just be like, no, fuck you guys, we're not doing this, right? Right? Sorry right. for the language. I'm just, it's, it's <laughs> highly irritating to me, right? I am a, right. a golf nut. I love the game of golf, and this makes me really mad. They really screwed up in this deal. They really did. Yeah. And I think it's going to damage not just the PGA but just golf in general. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. As two private entities, I don't think the the government besides calling a hearing and wanting to know like how did this come about? Hold on. The, I don't think the government PGA is not a private entity. PGA is a non-profit 501c3. Oh, they're a 501c3. But okay, live. That's maybe live why they're company. involved. And so live is for profit and a part of it was like yes, if they merged, um the the PGA would still file for a 501c3. And obviously, like they they will be, and obviously, just for the tax benefits, right? But obviously, they'd be making a buku tons of money, and they're backed by the PIF, so that might have a, a reason why they're involved. That, that may be but, one of the reasons, yeah. I think you're uh, right with that. And you know, and they're they're trying to dig and do some like you know, what's the background and how did this come about? Um, but outside of that, like I don't think they, I mean they can't shut it down. But um, what we did learn is nothing has been agreed upon yet. Uh, nothing's been signed. So like the PGA still doesn't have any obligation to live yet and vice versa. So hopefully, you know, they will continue to negotiate and find some things, especially, I mean, obviously Tiger and Rory say, no, you know, PIF is, they're not getting what they want so far because everything it seemed like they were asking for was a win-win for PIF. Oh, the live still is still around and, and takes the two most popular players in the world. Right. Like they're like, this whole deal was to grow the live brand. You know, it sounds like, and, you know, and eventually, probably take over the PGA, you know, and, you know, the, the owner gets in the two biggest golf courses in the world, you know, you get the two biggest athletes in the world in golf. I mean, what, what's the PGA around for anymore? So, um, I, I think definitely Liv try to throw a little sneaky one in there. Um, like, yeah, we'll fire Greg Norman for that. Who cares about that guy? You know, yeah, and they try to get a sn- sneaky one with that. And hopefully the, the PGA, uh, catches it and they're like no we, we need to if this is going to happen we need a little more uh different terms here so because uh, it definitely definitely does not seem like it benefits obviously pga would get a, a ton of money but in the long run it does, doesn't seem like it would benefit them at all 
Yeah, I agree with you. That's a good take. Hey, thanks, man. So um, that's all we got in sports. We'll, uh, we'll, like I said, we'll we'll get into some football and some some fun stuff next week. But uh, but that's all we got now. Uh, I, and we can get to the sad, depressing news that Ruben's going to introduce us to. <laughs> it's not. It's not that depressing. It's just it's politics, right? It's, you know, it's, oh, it's yeah. not the not the most uplifting thing we talk about on this show. Yeah. Well, before we, we move on, before we move on, I sent this to you, but. Sam Presti. Oh yeah. Oklahoma City Thunder has thirty-five draft picks over the next seven years. Thirty-five draft picks over the next seven years, right? I, I, I got I got a couple of things to say about this, right? Okay. We should be good by now because he had about thirty-five over the last five years, right? Uh, so say, he, he just buying picks and like not getting good people. Like, we should be good. Like, what he's, in he's the world? Bur- like, we're going to take another seven years to, to get up and going? Like, that's my first take. The second take is, holy crap, 35 picks. Like, that's insane. That is absolutely insane. insane. We can't find a couple of good guys out of 35 picks. Presty needs to go. I love the dude, but that's a lot of draft picks. And if we swing and miss on both of those, I say it's time. Uh, it's time. I mean, thirty-five picks in in professional basketball is a lot. I mean, I, that's, that's something so you, you would hear. That's something you would hear in football, right? Like, but like in basketball, where, what? There's two, maybe three rounds before. I mean, that is that is ridiculous. It's so insane. yes, if we, if we if we can't find some players to produce, uh, you know, obviously, like, like I said, we, we you're not going to find a KD, Russ, and and Harden ever ever again. But you if should we can with find, thirty-five. Well, I mean, yes. I mean, like, <laughs> you should, you're, man. That's a ton of picks. You're, 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 you're not wrong, but you know, uh, I I think seeing that Shet Holmgren play this year, if you notice, like he missed, he he's a baller, and he he missed all last year because he got hurt playing a uh, actually LeBron hurt him playing in the pro am game last year uh, in the summertime. I think once he's on the court, you know, uh, with some of the other players that we've had, I think I think this year. Uh, we'll be in the in the five five six seed range this year, right? But uh, but like but like you said, um, I think we have some good guys to build around. But with thirty five picks, like we should have a squad, you know. And it shouldn't take what seven five years. It should give us three years, and we should have a squad. But um, we'll 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 see what happens. But that's insane. Like no one gets picks better better than than our GM. But you know what we do well, with mean, them the remains remains to be seen. That's yeah. the way he's done it since he came in. It's get draft pick, right? And and I get it, right? We're a small market team, Oklahoma City. We're not going to get the big names to come here, right? Unless right. we, you know, draft guys that turn into like KD, Russ, Harden, and then we can get those guys like Paul George, um, Chris Paul. We even had Carmelo Anthony at one point, but yeah, it wasn't like we got KD to come. But KD was homegrown from. The Oklahoma yeah, City the yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. So, I mean, I, I get it that he has to do things a little bit different being in, in such a small market. But, man, we, we're, I mean, we haven't been relevant for, for four or five years now. We've been getting yeah. picks. We've been getting top, you know, top picks. <laughs> We've been getting top picks for the last couple of years. And we're still not, yeah, you know, we got to play in 
But, I mean, that's not real playoff stuff. So, I again, for me, where I'm at, he's got 35 yeah. picks over the next seven years. If we are not relevant in in the next four... Yeah. I, and, and, again, Oklahoma City fans, I love Presti. I love him. But business is business. And if he's not getting us <laughs> right. relevant in the next four years, we got to do something else. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Bro. Bro, in 2021, we had three, we had six picks in 2021, three first rounders, yep. and none of, and none of them are with the, with the team anymore. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. Three, and none of them are with. So he traded those three for more picks. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, he he did all of that trading. He he got rid of KD, got rid of Russ, got all those big picks, and then he's kind of, you know, hasn't really got any any major major guys, right? Like, there's been a couple of yeah. of, of guys he's got that look like they they may be really good in the future, but. I mean, as of this moment, yeah. I think he's on, you know, he's he's on that block where, you know, you keep getting draft picks, but if they don't pan out, <laughs> we're just, we keep sucking, right? right. Like, right. they got to pan yeah. out, right? If you're trading for them, then they, they have to work sometime or you're going to end yep. up, you know, losing your job. I hope not. Like I said, I love Presti, but I yeah. got to see, I got to see a change. So, yeah. dude, uh, Presti, Presti needs to go over to Europe, get to get some Europeans, bring them over there, and then, and then we'll we'll win some champions. Quick, quick draft in the college basketball players, bro. Dude, that's a phenomenal take, money. Because I think you're, I, I, I think mean, you're right. Like, I, I one yeah. of the best things I saw over the last like three weeks was Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman was asked, <laughs> right, if yeah. uh, if Larry Bird was playing now. You know, how good would he be? And Dennis Rodman yeah. said, well, he wouldn't be in the NBA. He'd be in Europe with all the other good guys. And I went, oh, my God, that's oh, so good. But that's where we're at right now, you know? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. All, all the good guys are coming from over there, right? Because they actually yeah. play yeah. basketball. They don't play touch, yeah. shoot, half-court shots, you know, flop yeah. nine times a game, that type of stuff. And I think people are getting like, tired like of it. Look, look at the MVPs the last four years. Look at the NBA champions over the last four years. They, their best player have all been European players. Our MVPs have all been guys from Europe. So, like, there's no coincidence anymore, man. So NBA's getting soft, dude. Skin, skin soft, bro. I don't like it. All right. Let's move on to some politics so we can get out of here. We're actually doing great on time. We're at uh, about 37 minutes. So that's really good. Boom. So. Uh, there's not a ton of political stuff going on, right? The the major news was the Supreme Court rulings, right, which we talked about, and we'll start seeing some of the ramifications uh, down the line. Really, the, the couple of things I want to talk about is just Joe Biden's administration. Is fall, it's falling apart. Like, it's falling apart. And something that just keeps replaying in my brain is after he got in, everybody— all the mainstream, everybody at the White House was like, oh, we're back to normalcy. It's going to be normal, finally, like a, a, a polished, you know, politician in the White House. It's all going to be normal. And his presidency has been anything but normal. 
like cocaine found in the White House, right? He's got a, a, a granddaughter that he won't acknowledge, right? You got Russia invading, you know, he, he's stumbling, he's bumbling, right? Like people are getting fired left and right. Hunter Biden's being investigated. Joe Biden's being investigated. I mean, like it's anything but normal over there, right? Like, I don't know why they kept saying that, but it, it, it's it's not even close, right? Cocaine was found at the, at the, at the White House. Cocaine, right? Like, yeah. oh, but it's normal because it's just sleepy Joe Biden, you know. I, it's just falling, it's falling apart, dude. It's falling apart. And, you know, on, on top of that, there's another person that came out that said, hey, he can uh, prove that the Bidens took money from China, right? And he's actually in hiding right now. He sent a, a, a video message and put it online basically saying, you know, I, I have evidence that, you know, the Chinese... Uh, energy company that's owned by the Chinese government, you know, funneled money to, to the Bidens. But here's the thing, right? And, and again, back to normalcy, all these different things. They He raided Trump's house, right? The DOJ raided Trump's house. Joe Biden get, got caught doing the same thing. Nothing happened, right? Um, Hunter Biden has, you know, left laptops like, there's so much evidence that he was, you know, very, very corrupt. Nothing has happened. And then this guy that's in hiding right now just got slapped with an indictment, right? The DOJ is trying to prosecute him now, right? So there's a lot of evidence piling up that, A, the DOJ is obviously working on the behalf of, you know, the president. Right. Because he is literally they literally indicted his chief political opponent, raided the house of his chief political opponent. And now there's a guy saying, hey, I, I want to testify to this about Joe Biden. And the DOJ is trying to arrest that guy now. Right. Don't you think this is a little bit suspect? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, it's it's a it's a lot of bit suspect, you know. And I like I part of me like feels kind of sorry for for Joe Biden. And it's and the crazy thing is because I think he is not fully with it. We we know, you know, that he mentally he's he's gone right. And 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 Hunter and the rest of his family are basically just pimping him out, right? You see a lot of these, um, you know, the payments from China, the payments from Ukraine, Russia, uh, all places around the world, and you know they're pimping uh joe out for access to joe and what joe can do for them right and and now all this stuff is getting getting caught up with them like you know what they released what the text messages from um hunter's phone right and yes. can, oh, the, the big the, the big guy and sitting and all this my stuff. father is sitting next to me you better make that payment like if that's right. not i mean right. goodness right and so um and, and i mean i think the guy's so see now i think there's a small percent uh, chance that he he might not be fully aware of what the rest of the family's doing, you know. But uh, I, I think you know, with, with Hunter being around, nothing good's going to come out of uh, of this administration. Or or I, I even read like you know, mm, 
maybe a third to half of the people like in the White House have White House have some connection to to Hunter Biden, you know, and so um, you you know it makes you kind of think like who's really pulling the strings here because it's definitely not Joe, right? Um, and there's you know he's right now just like a puppet, a, a face, a figure, um, and there's a lot of people just using him to kind of get what they want out of out of the deal. And at the same time, it's you know burning the White House down and and kind of hurting our country in the same time. Yeah, and you know they they put him out there like he's just this sweet old man. You know, that that's one of the things that really bothers me is they they prance him around like he's just this innocent, you know, man and it's like you look at his track record and you're like, dude, the guy is not a good a good guy. Right? He was yeah. the leading person, right, from the Supreme Court uh, justice uh, what's his name? Clarence Thomas. Mm. Right? He was the main person trying to bring out like his old affairs and you know all that different stuff joe bryden was leading that cause right there's there was a report that came out a couple weeks ago about some of the stuff he says to the white house staff that is just i mean just nasty stuff right he's obviously been in cahoots getting money from overseas pimping his name out pimping his kids out and then you're like oh but he's just this sweet old man let's not forget let's please Let's not forget that he has a granddaughter that he won't even acknowledge, right? He's all oh, this sweet old man, but no, F my granddaughter. Like, F that one. She's not part of the family, even though it's 100% his granddaughter, right? And on top of yeah. that, they, they won't let that little girl have the, Joe Bi- or have the Biden last name. They took it yeah. to court and was like, you can't even use the Biden name. Right, you're not getting any any uh, child help, right? And you can't even use the name. You're dead to me. Is basically what he's saying to this four year old <laughs> right. little girl, right? But yeah. oh, he's just he's a sweet old man. He's just such a sweet old. You know what I mean? Like, no, he's not. He's been a he's been a politician for fifty years. He hasn't been a good one, right? And he's probably been a corrupt one, right? So I'm not going to let him get away with being a bad person fifty years of his life just because he's old now. Right. Like, let's not let that happen whatsoever. So anyways, it it just it rubs me the wrong way because, you know, I even watched the view. I didn't watch the view. I watched clips of the view. And they were they were literally throwing the the woman that had Hunter Biden's daughter, like under the bus to defend Joe Biden. Right. Like Mm. a panel of women who are all about feminism, all about the woman. But when it comes to, you know, Joe Biden, they're willing to throw the woman straight under the bus, right? Like, it's not Joe Biden's fault. It's not Hunter Biden's fault. It's the mom. It's the mom pushing the issue. Different things like that. They uh, they treat Joe Biden with kid gloves. And he doesn't need to be mm. treated with kid gloves. He needs to be treated for what he's done up to this point, right? I, I don't think he's a good dude whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, he's a career politician. And if you kind of, like go back to like his views 10 years ago, five years ago, 20 years ago. Uh, he's flip-flopped many times just to uh, be on the side of, you know, who's right. So he, he can be popular, right? Um, and he, I, I mean, there's a, there's a video when he was a vice president and he's uh, debating against the lady from uh, Alaska. And like, and he was like, in uh, in like, he's like, oh, me and Obama, he's like, we're totally against, you know, uh, 
you know, gay and transgender and all, blah, 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 you know, and then now as he's president, he's to- totally like has an opposite view of what he ran against, you know, what, eight, 10, 12 years ago. So, um, yeah, so he's a career politician and, you know, we know, what you know, politicians in general aren't great people. So um, people need to remember that for a hundred percent. But back to your major point, the White House is very, very, very far from being normal. Um, and it, it won't, it, it won't, it won't be normal anytime during this presidency. So, um, absolutely, we, we, we definitely need to shut that down real quick. I know, I know. <laughs> Snap back to reality, seriously, yeah. because I mean, we're we're not even, not even freaking close to it whatsoever. Um, we got one more thing to get into uh, that I really, really want to to discuss, and it was uh, Eric Adams. Right, the mayor of, of New York City had an exchange uh, with this woman that kind of blew me away. It, it really did. The, the arrogance, the, uh, you know, using his position as looking down upon uh, the people that he's supposed to be serving, right? Like, he technically, he's employed by the people, right? He was elected by the people, and he treats this, this woman like she's just you know, a piece of dirt. And then he says something that I believe was way, way out of, out of bounds, right? So I wanted to get your take on this and uh, just let me know what you think. First, if you're going to ask a question, don't point at me and don't be disrespectful to me. I'm the mayor of this city and treat me with the respect that I I deserve to be treated. I'm speaking to you as an adult. Don't stand in front like you're treating someone that's on the plantation that you own. Give me the respect I deserve and engage in a conversation up here in Washington Heights. Treat me with the same level of respect I treat you. So don't be pointing at me. Don't be disrespectful to me. Speak with me as an adult because I'm a grown man. I walked into this room as a grown man, and I'm going to walk out of this room as a grown man. I answered your question. Well, that was the clip. Um, my computer's acting all funny again, Mont, so we're going to have to finish this podcast <laughs> in this weird setting here. But what do you think? <laughs> Uh, uh, hold on. I'm trying to g- gather my thoughts out of whatever <laughs> this this trippy thing's been going on right here. Oh, uh, yeah, man. I don't, I don't agree with him at all. Like, this is crazy. Like, obviously, he's grasping out straws, trying to bring out the the plantation owner, and you know, obviously, like, you know, she's. I mean, like like you mentioned, he's a person of the people. He's a servant of the people. The people put him in that position. Um, and so, yeah, if someone is kind of upset and they have a question, like, you know, he needs to stand up and answer the question. And maybe we're missing some of the context because, and maybe they have a past because, like, you know, at the end he does say, he's like, oh, I've answered your question. But nothing that we heard uh, in that clip remotely addresses that question. He, like, It's just him you know, playing the victim, asking for respect and don't treat me a certain way when this lady was just saying, you said you would do this. Uh, this is where we are at now. And this hasn't happened. 
uh, you know, and she wants answers, right? Um, and my thing is, he probably, obviously, he can't give her the answer she's looking for because she's 100% right, which puts him in the wrong. And so he has to deflect and, you know, and and go down a different road just to, you know, change the subject. And so, um, but obviously, it's awful, like, you know, you know, you don't have to pay, play the race card every single time. Like it's getting old, right? You know, we're gonna, the, the plantation owner just because you know, obviously, she's a, a old white lady and he's a and he's a, a black male. Um, you know, in the, the treating room respect, I like I, I, you know, we see debates, we see town halls, all this stuff all the time, and this is no different than what any else, any other person has ever ever done. So, uh, I, I think it's utterly re- ridiculous that he responded in that ma- that manner. I I agree with you. I was uh, I was completely shocked when I heard that, like completely shocked that the first thing he goes to is, uh, you're acting like a plantation owner. Like really? Like, and then he says, I'm treating you with respect. So you need to treat me with respect. And it's like, no, you're not. You're treating her like you're the teacher and she's the student or the child. Like you're, you're not treating yeah. her with respect. Right. And just cause you're the mayor doesn't mean anybody has to give you that respect right like right yeah i mean we voted you in you're technically supposed to to work for us or on the behalf of us and you're treating me like a piece of crap like right i I don't know what he was was he just trying to get like uh brownie points i'm i'm confused with it you know what i mean right yeah, I mean, like he he called or the lady called out his false promises, right? And and that was his response. He's like, "Oh crap, you're right. You know, rent over here skyrocketed when I said you know rent would increase or whatever the case may be. You know, and so he had to like he deflect and you know he what, what better way in America to deflect than bring up race, right? I I agree with you. I agree with you. I think it was completely out of bounds. Um, I think he should should have some repercussions for this. Right. But yeah, you know, one, of, one of the surprising things is there are, you know, I feel like three years ago, about three years ago, everybody would have been on his side on this. Right. Like a, an old white lady, you know, pointing their finger and talking to a black mayor. Right. I feel like the mainstream would have had a heyday on this. But a mm. lot of the mainstreams like duty cross the line. Like, I don't know why yeah. you would bring race into this conversation. Like right. maybe maybe the maybe the tide is turning a little bit, right? Maybe yeah, maybe no, there's I, a little bit of sanity that's coming into this little realm here. I don't know. Right. right. Maybe I think so. It, I maybe maybe. And like I said, it blows my mind because like she didn't bring up race right in that, in this particular conversation, right? She brought up you know what he said and what was currently going on and and how those things are they're they're different, you know. And she wanted answers. Or, you know, I'm pretty sure she's a landlord and. You know, she's probably paying high rent and, you know, she wants to know why, um, you know, and there's nothing in, in there that that she said. Yeah, she was upset. Yeah, maybe she pointed a finger, but there's nothing in there that that prompted the response that that uh, he gave. I, I agree with you, man. I agree with you 100 percent. So. So, well, considering we're having a ton of technical difficulties out here, um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get through it, right? Sooner or later, we'll have oh, a, yeah. a episode that is... Uh, oh, we're back. Uh, an episode without technical difficulties. But I think that was a good take on Eric Adams. Um, I, I like what you said there. So let's wrap this thing up. 
right? It's PJ's podcast, speaking of the three things that matter. Politics, Jesus, and sports. Monty, I love you, brother. Are we doing a love show me. tomorrow? Uh, what's tomorrow? Um, maybe. Wednesday? I have some, yeah, I have some meetings tomorrow late, so it just depends when I can get out of there. Conspiracy theory Wednesdays, man. I've I know we, we need those, on the horizon. We 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 need those back in our lives, bro. Yes, we do. All right, well, let's try to get one done if we can't. Kind of is what yeah. it is, right? Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll make it happen. All right, buddy. I love you. I right, mean, love you too, bro. All right, bye. Bye.